Well, they can't see that I like their picture if my account doesn't even exist. And so in my mind, that made a lot of sense. Yeah, sounds <laughs> great. Sounds the, the logic holds. And so I just waited a couple of days and then I reactivated my Facebook account. I cannot <laughs> believe that you went and found that tweet. I am shook. Let me it's make sure I'm late. getting this right. Your yes. dream uh -huh, uh -huh. is to go back in time mm -hmm. and go yes. be a kid on Dance Moms. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I love it. Yes. And I literally graduated a semester late because I did not read my email. So that is a lesson to all of you out there, especially if you're still in school. Please read your emails. Hey guys, welcome back to Burn the Ships, the podcast for dreamers who want to live more courageously and have more fun doing it. I'm Jordan Nations. And today on the podcast, I sit down with my friend Chidima Uba. Now, Chidima's first dream was to be a child dancer on Dance Moms, but when that didn't work out, she became a full-time worship leader here in Atlanta. You may recognize her from the most recent Passion album from Passion Conference, where she sang an incredible song with David Crowder. Chidima is also one of my favorite people to follow on Twitter and has a fascinating story of quitting her job to pursue music full-time right in the middle of this pandemic. You are going to love her honest take on what it's been like and wisdom on how to live courageously in the midst of uncertainty. Real quick before we get into it, I want to update you on the goal of getting on the new and noteworthy page. We are not there yet, but we still have about four weeks left and I think we can do it. So if you've not subscribed on Apple yet, please do so. And if you know someone who needs to be on the show, who's living a courageous life and already has an audience who'd be interested in listening, let's talk. My DMs are open. All right, let's get into it. Here is my conversation with my very fun, very talented, very wise friend, Chidima Uba. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm here Are we for all right? It. Are we okay? We're okay. I, I don't know. I don't I don't know if I'm okay. That's why I'm asking. That was me asking you because I don't know if we're actually okay. So I don't know that we're okay, but for all intents and purposes, sure. We're okay. okay. I'm just gonna make sure. <laughs> hey, welcome back to Burn the Ships. I'm Jordan Nations. And I'm here today with my friend Chidima Uba. Chidima. We have worked so hard for this. We really have. I'm we so have happy. labored and toiled over this. I mean, we've had we had a forty-five minute false start like a week ago, <laughs> yes. right? Uh, how we, could I forget? Yeah, how could I? I will never forget. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we've had technical difficulties today. We sure have. We've had to reschedule this uh, for various reasons. Yes, many times. Yes, <laughs> many times. Uh, so. I just, I'm so excited that we're here because it's going to be we're worth here. it. We're here. We're doing it. Oh yes. Oh my gosh. How, <laughs> it's incredible. Hey, for people that don't know you, give them the 30 second rundown of who is Chittima. Okay. 30 second rundown of who I am. So like Jordan said, my name is Chittima. Um, I live in Atlanta. I've lived here for, it'll be three years in June, which is insane because it feels like I've been here forever, but I am a native Texan. Um, I'm from spring Texas. And for those who are not familiar with Texas, that's me. Uh, that is, <laughs> yes. So Houston, that is technically considered the Houston area. Okay. Um, I went to Texas A&M and I graduated in 17. Then I moved to Atlanta. Um, and so now I am a worship leader at a church here in Atlanta. And I love all things music, um, worship leading, but also just music as a whole. I think it's super powerful. Um, so I'm trying to like navigate that right now and my place with music um, and all of it. So that's me. I've got two little brothers. They're twins. Um, cool. And yeah, right, here we are. That's it. You don't, you don't just, we're going to talk about this. You don't just do music. Uh -huh. Okay. That's, mm -hmm. I know that was, 
your version of it. Uh, you just had a song come out that is ballin'. It is oh, so good. Uh, it's with, it's called I'm Leaning on You. It's with David Crowder on the Passion mm-hmm. album. If anyone's listened, which I'm sure Crazy. so many people have, uh, you you freaking kill that song. It's awesome. Thank you. Thank you very much. He's talking and you're like Crazy. behind the gate and then second half. <laughs> you pop off i was ready i was you, ready i mean i've i've it'll play sometimes uh through my little alexa and uh-huh. i'll be playing the album and then it'll come on uh-huh. and I'll, I'll try to hit the notes you know like I, like i'm whitney houston but i'm not you're whitney houston oh and so gosh. that's the <laughs> i freaking love whitney houston she's my favorite singer no i had no idea is I, the biggest compliment literally you have no idea what you just said that is i'm just happy to be that's it's just the same wow. to me. So that is. Oh, thank you. You should hear me try and hit the notes. It's really. <laughs> I actually would love to hear that. It's yes. really. I'm like that one. You remember that one dude that uh, it was like the original meme on American Idol? The guy was like, she moves. Who's that guy? <laughs> That's William me. Hung. William Hung. Hung. I'm William Hung. <laughs> Never forget. Yes. <laughs> iconic. Whitney Houston. <laughs> hey, welcome back to Burn the Ships. I'm Jordan Nation. Oh, my And I'm God. William Hung. Don't play yourself like that, Jordan. You have more to offer. I in other areas for sure, just not. Um, oh my not gosh, in that one. that's okay. That's okay. Uh, why'd you move to Atlanta from Texas? Yes, from Texas. So <clears throat> there's a long version of that story. There's a short version of that story. Um, so somewhere in the middle, I technically I needed to do a an internship before I graduated. I was a health major and I needed to do um, an internship related to health. Um, And at that time, I um, started to become really close with um, a pair of worship leaders at Breakaway. um, And they had just moved to Atlanta and and the husband had gone on staff at Passion City Church. Um, And anyways, he knew that I had to do an internship. So he was like, hey, you should try Atlanta. Um, I know there are a lot of places, um, and people who are connected in the community if you need help finding an internship, but, um, I think that you would really enjoy this place. So cool. come on over. And so I said, okay. And so I ended up interning for the international rescue committee in Clarkston. Oh, I didn't um, know that. That's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. It was actually really great. I loved it. Um, and so then after that, I, it was, I wasn't really supposed to stay, Um, It was just kind of like, if you want to stay, you can stay. I wasn't really planning on staying, but I ended up loving Atlanta so much that I stayed. And so here I am almost three years later, which is nuts. Three years later. Yeah, it's crazy. I also didn't know you were an Aggie. That's, that's I am. Yes, I'm an Aggie. Whoa. Gig'em. From now until forever. Gig'em. I've... I've become acquainted. My uh, best friend's wife is, uh, she went to A&M. Oh, cool. That's awesome. And they got married, uh, I guess this past summer, two summers ago. Honestly, I don't okay. know. I think it's past summer. And it was like this very, I went to Florida State and all of us went to Florida State and mm-hmm. she went to A&M and all of her people are A&M. And so I mm. feel like I've learned so much about the world over there. Oof, it's weird time. There's a whole like call. Th- yes. it is, it's yeah. too much. Yeah, much. some people call it a cult, and I I, I don't blame them, but it's uh, a it's a great healthy cult. Okay, okay, it's a cult that you like. <laughs> yes, like exactly. the kind of cult you're excited to be a part of. Exactly, which I yes. think is most people in a cult, right? <laughs> Perhaps, yeah. I mean, that's why they're there. <laughs> True. At you least do at make the a start, point. you're excited yes. to be a part of the cult. 
true and then things get weird but things never got weird while i was there so okay <laughs> take my word for it thinking a lot about cults now so. <laughs> <laughs> might do some research after this um speaking of research i did a lot of research for this conversation and okay. yeah, I did. I do a lot. And usually okay. that's in the form of, I just stalk everyone's social media. Every person I've talked to, I just <laughs> oh, dig deep. So I've seen oh, a lot and, uh, you're one of my favorite new Twitter follows in the past <laughs> few months. I just started following you on Twitter. And Thank I, you. I think I appreciate that. You, I mean, you are, you're great on Twitter. You're really good. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Thank you very much. I laugh a lot. And so I pulled, this is my iPad and I just oh, pulled no. some of my favorite tweets of yours and put them in a list. And I thought it'd be funny if, uh, I read it and then you just give us your like seven second input on what was going on when we, when we wrote that. What do you think? Okay. okay. I, I, I don't love this, <laughs> but we're recording. So we're, we're here. See, that's the beauty of this whole thing is I get to drive the conversation. Oh goodness gracious. Okay. Hit me with it. All right. This is April 29, 2019. That's okay. one year ago. Okay. And it just says, I subtly hit the woe four to five times a day. <laughs> <laughs> do we still do that? Are we still hitting the woe four to five times a day is a question I have. I say four to five. I think it's it's gone down to like two or three, but I still hit okay. the woe every day. So your woe count is lower. Woe. Yes. Um, yes, if you will. Yes. But it was at four to five. Yes, yeah, somewhere around that range for sure. Okay. Here's a fun one. This is September 1st, 2018. Oh, okay. Lord. So we're, moving, okay. we're moving back 2018. <laughs> we're going back. Okay. This one's a story. I'll read it okay. dramatically. Okay. One time I was Facebook stalking someone and I accidentally liked the post from the year before and I panicked and didn't know what to do. So I deactivated <gasps> my page. <laughs> you Is this one? Is this true that you actually deactivated your Facebook because you liked a picture from a year ago? I am so embarrassed. I wish <laughs> that I could sit here and say that it's not true. But yes, unfortunately, it is true. My thought process behind that at the time mm -hmm. was, well, they can't see that I like their picture if my account doesn't even exist. And so in my mind, that made a lot of sense. Yeah, sounds <laughs> great. Sound, the, the logic holds. And so I just waited a couple of days and then I reactivated my Facebook account. I cannot believe that you went and found that tweet. I am shook. Oh my shook. gosh. That made me laugh so oh much. I mean, oh Lord, a mercy. full year before. We've all been there. Everyone has liked someone's picture True. from years before. Right, right. As far as deactivating the entire account, I... I don't think many people do that, but no, that was an extreme response. I usually just <laughs> unlike it and just never acknowledge that and move I move on like a normal person. Right. That right. or power move. I think I only did it once power move. I think in college, I liked a girl's oh. picture from years ago and I just like uh -huh. sent her a message saying, ha ha. <laughs> I liked your picture. <laughs> Cause I didn't know no. what else to do. No, you did it. Okay. <laughs> Here we are. So nothing. Oh happens. man. That's rich. That okay. is rich. Wow, this is fun. Okay. Oh, I see I really enjoy this a lot. Whew, I'm okay. sweating. This one was the most relatable one. This was March 6th. I think it was this year. Okay. And okay. you said I and I just related. Okay. Mm -hmm. You said I mm -hmm. hate it when I actually get accidentally get on someone's Instagram live and I'm the only person <laughs> there. So all of a all of a sudden I feel this ob obligation to stay. And then an hour goes by and I hate myself because I'm still there. <laughs> 
that has happened to me so many times even recently now that everyone's on instagram everybody i have to be so careful because once i'm locked in i don't have the heart to to leave yeah it's rough yeah and it it is very i wish that it was like facebook where it didn't say who was in the in the room right that would change everything yes i would watch more instagram lives if i wasn't scared of being the only person there same yes and you know sometimes like i've been on lives before where you see someone join and then the person on the live will call that person out but it's obvious that they're not there anymore you know yes yeah because it doesn't (sighs) say you left yes exactly exactly it's just stressful for no reason i used to do a um you know do you know know garrett skipper yes uh uh-huh my god garrett garrett and i uh last year two years ago we decided that we would start an instagram live show uh-huh. <laughs> and we did. It was called Learning Time Live with Jordan and Garrett. And uh-huh. we did 7 a.m. from a booth at Waffle House. We did an Instagram Live every day. Oh, my Which word. is the most inconvenient time ever yes. for a live show. Yes. And so we'd have like seven people on there, but we just thought it was going to be a thing. So we kept going for weeks. And uh, needless to say, it didn't hit. So we retired Learning Time Live. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, here's just some quick hits that maybe you don't you only have to respond if you don't want. This is December 6, 2018. Oh goodness. I just blacked out and ate a whole box of gushers. <laughs> <laughs> I freaking love gushers, uh-huh. man. I love gushers. I could easily eat two boxes and not even bat an eyelash. I not blacked doing. out and ate a whole box. <laughs> I had to have because that is not appropriate to eat an entire yeah, no. box in one sitting. It's just not. That's it's not, not okay. It's not. But you did it. So I did. Um, I only have a few more. So you're almost you're mm-hmm. almost done. Okay. I really like this one. Uh January twenty second, twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. Hi, Twitter. I humbly approach you to ask for prayer. Nothing is wrong. <laughs> Tax season is just coming up. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Tax season is the worst. Hey, we all it's hate the it. the absolute worst. Yes. We all hate it. Um, I only have, I only have one more. Okay. Wow. June 10th, 2018. Mm-hmm. Attention prayer okay. warrior, prayer warriors, warriors. Oh no. I need prayer. <laughs> I never read my emails. I've missed rehearsal times, showed up somewhere <laughs> I wasn't supposed to be and even graduated a semester late because I don't ever read oh. my email. Please keep me in your thoughts tonight. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wait. You graduated oh, well, a semester true. late because oh you gosh, didn't read I an did. email? Yes. Please share. Yes. <gasps> Oh my gosh, this is honestly low-key kind of traumatizing. But I'm over it now. We're fine. We're I'm, fine. I'm three years out of college. Yeah. Everything worked out. Everything's great. So my my advisor in college, she was she was a lot. Sweet woman. Heather was her name. Really kind, but she was kind of intense. And she basically was like, okay, I'm going to send out this email Um with everything this was the semester before graduation i'm going to send out an email with everything you need to know about graduation and you need to read it thoroughly she told us she came to our classroom and told us to our faces okay so i was like okay cool 
I get the email, I open the email. It's so long, it's so long, it's color coded. It was so overwhelming that I just kind of skimmed it, whatever. And come to find out later that um, one of the clauses, if you will, in the email said um, basically like you need to either respond to this. I think it was something like you need to have this paper signed with an, your internship idea, something like that. I had to turn something in by a certain date. And if you still you don't, don't know what it said. I, to this day, <laughs> to this good. day, this I have good. no clue. And she was like, if you don't turn in this paper by so-and-so day, um, then you will not graduate on time. Like it's straight up, the emails apparently straight up said that. So I obviously didn't read it. So I forgot about it. I knew about the paper. I just was kind of foggy. And when I was supposed to turn it in, whatever, long story short, I didn't do what I was supposed to do at the correct time. And so I, I came back and I talked to her and I was like, I'm really sorry. Like thinking she'd be like, Oh, it's okay. Right. And no, it was not okay. Apparently. And I literally graduated a semester late because I did not read my email. So that is a lesson to all of you out there, especially if you're still in school, please read your email, read your email, even just for life in general. You never know what's in there. <laughs> read your emails. Am I taking my own advice right now? I'm still working on it, but that was like the ultimate price to pay. Yeah. It was rough. A whole semester. Really oh rough. my gosh. I'm sure it you're was so really, really rough. So if someone's going to email you, keep it really short. <laughs> Actually, maybe just don't even email. I don't yes, know. I don't no. know. Maybe just like show up or something, but. So, or just put it in the subject line, whatever I need to know, put it in the subject line. Okay. I like clear, concise information. That's great. Well, this has been the Twitter roundup with Chittima and Jordan. And I, <laughs> that wasn't that bad. That wasn't, wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. That's not all of them, but I just. I was going to say there's some rough stuff in there. I, I can't yeah. remember it all, but. I'm, I'm trying to help you here. This is me trying to, you know, highlight you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you, Jordan. I appreciate that. You, um, you are a singer. You're a worship leader. You're doing this professionally. When did you decide like, hey, I can, I can get paid to do this singing thing? Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> well, I've had an interesting journey as far as music is concerned, but um, I would say maybe initially in high school, um, I competed. Texas just has a huge um, competition culture as far as like music was concerned. So I did a lot of competitions in middle school and high school. Um, it got more competitive in high school because there was money involved. Mm. Um, first, second, third place would win a certain amount of money. Um, and so once I started entering into those and started winning some of them, um, I kind of realized, oh, like you can actually get paid to do this. And so through one of those, one of those competitions, um, one of the judges eventually became my voice teacher. Um, and so he, he became like a mentor figure-ish to me, um, he was really rooting for me. And so um, he really thought that I could make it one day. At that time, I just wanted to be um, just like a pop artist. I wanted to move to LA um, and kind of find my way. And so he thought that um, I could really do that. So I think through my relationship with him, I realized, oh, I can get paid to do this. I can make a living out of this. And so um, <clears throat> fast forward to college, um, I kind of let go of that 
dream um, to move to LA and be an artist. I, I don't really know why. Uh, well, I mean, now I, I recognize it as like the Holy Spirit um, prompting me to become a worship leader. Um, but I started leading worship in college for real. I did it in youth group. But um, once I started doing it in college, I realized, oh, people do this as they're living mm. and they may not make a ton of money off of it, but it's possible to do this 24 seven um, and make some sort of income from it. Um, so I would say college probably was when I was really like, oh, okay, that's what I want to do. Um, but I've been <clears throat> doing music stuff for a really long time um, since I was about nine. So yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's that's so interesting that um that that one person had that much of an influence on like mm -hmm. your direction, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's weird to think about for me. Uh, I know. I know. It's it's crazy. It's so crazy. And like he's not even in my life anymore. I just because he lives in Texas and teaches in Texas and obviously I haven't yeah. lived I haven't lived in Houston specifically for a really long time because I lived in College Station when I was in college, but um he was just a part of my life for a season. Um, but that season was pretty, was pretty important in my yeah. life. Um, and kind of helped shape the trajectory of what I was going to end up doing, which is really awesome. Yeah. And is a really, it's a cool Testament to like, everyone has that opportunity, right. To be that person yes. for someone. And it, to him, Absolutely. it probably didn't feel nearly as big as it did to you. Right. You right. know, and even yes. though he's not like a part of your life anymore, the fact that he had that influence, we all have that opportunity in our life to be that right. for someone. And I, I usually, I don't recognize that because I'm like, mm -hmm. Oh, what does my voice mean to anyone? Um, sure. so yeah. yeah, it's cool to think about. Yeah, it is. I think about that a lot too. That's so great. Uh, you were, make sure I get this right. You were living mm -hmm. in Atlanta. You were working yep. at a company, yep. um, yes. great company that, a yes. lot of friends that work there. And I think we were, well, let's see when we, we were talking about this in January, we we're both at an event mm -hmm. together and mm -hmm. I think you had just quit or you were just about to quit, um, mm -hmm. that company and, and do this music thing full time. It's kind of getting in the yep. way of you being able to follow this stream. Yeah. You quit and then the world blew up. <laughs> <laughs> Lit, like literally in every sense of the word, especially yes. for someone who is yes. depending on events yes. to happen so that you can sing at them. Goodness gracious. What have, yeah. what have you learned in the face of all that uncertainty and uh, change? Yeah. So I, I was working for that company for about a year and I quit in August, the, the top of August, okay. uh, maybe the end of July ish. Um, and then I started doing freelance stuff full time. And then, and, and even like, I was struggling a lot um, when I first quit my job because I realized the bulk of my income came from that. Even though my heart was with leading worship and my heart was with music, I didn't realize how much money I was making working at, at this company and in this office. And so um, I was struggling and then this happened. Well, okay. So I was struggling and then things started to look up. Um, the top of this year was amazing. Um, yeah. starting off with conference and getting to do that song with Crowder, which was insane. And I still cannot believe that happened to this day. I don't think I'll ever believe for the rest of my life that that happened. So amazing. And then I started doing, um, 
more things after that and still getting connected or still being connected with um, people in Texas and leading at events in Texas. And then everything shut down. And so um, it was pretty crazy. Uh, I was very stressed. Um, I was stressed. I was upset um, just with the fact of like, man, things started to look up and I, I was starting to actually believe that I could do this. And then everything hit the fan, if you will. And it, it was tough. And so I, I'm a classic avoider. Um, that is how I deal with stress is avoid. So, um, (laughs) so healthy, right. (laughs) At the beginning, (laughs) at the beginning of all of this, I watched a lot of TV, um, ate a lot of snacks, gushers, a lot of gushers. uh, (laughs) Yes. Yes. Avoided a lot of feelings. Um, but then I had to get to a point where I had to choose to decide, well, I had to decide whether or not I believed what I sing about all the time on a weekly basis um, and the things that I profess as a believer, like if, if God is a provider and he says that he's, that's who he is then that's what he's going to do. And so it would be less stressful for me um, to put my trust in him and, and trust in that um, than to, you know, just worry myself sick or on the flip side of that, binge tv all day no purposely avoiding something you yeah. know if that makes sense so um yeah i just had to get to a point to where i was like you know what this was plan a the entire time god knew exactly what he was doing he knew what was going to happen and so he is sovereign over this and this was a part of the plan for my life um and we're going to be okay and i'm going to be okay and so um i'm going to press into what he has for me to learn in this season. Um, and I really do think that this season is just like a preparation season for everybody. Um, so I'm, I'm trying to get better at songwriting and, um, get better at the piano and guitar and taking this time to really hone in my craft. Um, and so that's been really eye opening too, of like, man, I thought I was ready for all of these things. And I wanted to just jump into my dreams and X, Y, Z, but at the end of the day, I still have a lot of work to do. So I really had to get to a point to where I was like, okay, I, I'm going to take God for his word and I'm going to trust him. But in the meantime, I'm going to do what I can, um, to cultivate my gifts, you know? Totally. What was there something that, that sparked that change from like narcotizing with TV and such to, (laughs) uh, to this or was it like over time? Mm. I think a lot of people are in that zone right now. It's like, how do you jump from one to the other? Right. So for me, I think it was a mixture of both. I think I began to see God provide in little ways to the point where I was like, okay, message received. I got it. You are my provider. You are taking care of us. You know, exactly. You are seated on your throne. You are sovereign. And you are working out this entire circumstance for all of our goods in your glory. So, okay. So I started to see him provide in little tiny ways, but it felt so intentional that that was kind of a catalyst, if that makes sense, um, Mm -hmm. for me to go, okay, all right. I trust you. I trust you. I, and I mean, every day is different. I, some days I forget that, um, but 
I, I think that it's just been cool to see my perspective shift um, from even just 30 days ago, two months ago um, to now. So I'm really thankful for the lessons that I've learned thus far. Cool. Yeah, it's not it's not easy for sure. Oh. No. And a lot no, of times it is like it's a both and, you know? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, a lot of times it is just like a we were talking about it. Um, my roommates or my roommate Preston and then his girlfriend Katie and I have kind of mm-hmm. been the three of us a lot. And we're we just mm-hmm. recorded an episode that's coming out um right before this. And we talked about awesome. how like on mm-hmm. one hand we've we've all created things and we've like started a new thing and started this podcast Preston started this new um, business thing Katie started a new art business mm-hmm. on the other hand we like binge watched trash mm-hmm. reality show everyone's you know last week because we were all <laughs> oh <laughs> just yes done and yes. we were talking about it's yes. like it's so much of a both end no one's just crushing it right now right 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 yes it's a roller coaster emotion I'm right there with you uh where did it feel brave when you quit your job to do music or did it feel scary what what was that what was your emotion hmm i think it was a mixture of both um i don't think the i don't think it became scary until i realized i didn't have any money but um i i did i i just felt as though that is what I needed to do at the time. So I, I didn't know why. I didn't know what would happen. I didn't know what would not happen. I just, I just knew when I, when I thought about not being there every day, it gave me peace. And so I decided to pursue that peace. Um, not knowing the chaos that would ensue after. Um, but it did feel, it, so yeah, all that to say. I felt a mixture of bravery, also being scared, but like the central feeling that I felt was peace for sure. And Mm. so I've always been told to follow peace. And so that was probably up until this point in my life, the biggest instance of that, of following peace. Uh, Even though you don't have any answers and you don't know what's coming, what's not coming, um, but just following the Holy Spirit inside of you, you know? Yeah, totally. Yeah. It's, it's gut feeling of like, hey, I need to do yep. this. Mm-hmm. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And sometimes you can't explain it. Like, were there people that told you you, you were crazy for doing that or for giving up a stable job? My mom. Okay. Sure. Yeah, totally. My parents. Um, my parents definitely were a little concerned, rightfully so. Still concerned, yeah. rightfully so. Thanks, guys. Um, <laughs> but it's been really, really cool to be able to tell them about the things that have happened um, since then and the things that are still happening and opportunities that I've been able to take that I wouldn't have been able to prior to, you know? So um, as hard as it is for them to understand, um, they know a that I'm okay. I'm going to be okay. Um, and B they know that I'm, I'm doing what I feel like I'm supposed to be doing, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Does that, um, does that change how you want to, um, 
man, does that change how you want to parent someday? Like if I, I cause mm-hmm. I picture it from a parent's perspective. Yeah. I'd, mm-hmm. I'd be worried if my kid like gave up a job that was stable, right. you know, especially right. for someone from that generation where, where a stable right. job is such a big thing. Um, right. and maybe from this next one after everything we're going through, but right. Right. Yeah. Does that change the, how you, your philosophy on parenting? Oh my goodness. A hundred percent. I completely understand exactly where parents come from and where my parents come from when they have these thoughts and concerns, but I just see how, how much peace there is in what I'm doing. And, and yes, a lot of times things don't make sense and sometimes things suck and I don't know where my rent money is going to come from, but it always comes. And so I, that's how I know that confirmation and affirmation for me that I am where I need to be. And so, um, I think that that's going to really help me one day to know that like at the end of the day, if you are where you're supposed to be, then you will be taken care of. And that period, that just is what it is, you know? Yeah. And and what you'll be able to do, like when you step out of that and look back and say, Hey, look what I just walked through. Right. I've lived it. Right. Is yeah. really cool. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. What's totally a agree. what's a non-musical dream that you have? <laughs> a non-musical dream. I've been waiting for this question. So I love to dance. Okay. I love to dance so much. Cool. I can't even express with words. I can't adequately adequately expressed with my words, how much I love to dance. So I, but I've always loved to dance and my biggest dream, it's kind of far-fetched at this point in my life, but I've always wanted to be on dance moms. I (laughs) I'm currently rewatching it for all of you out there. If you did not know dance moms is on Hulu slash lifetime.com. I have been binge watching it. That's the thing that I've been watching right now. I'm freaking obsessed with it, but I've always wanted to be one of those little girls. They just, you could just tell that they love dancing and they're so good at it. Their technique is flawless. I, if I could do it all over again, I am very thankful for everything that has happened in my life thus far. If I could go back and change some things, I would just throw dancing in to the mix. Professional. Wow. Professional dancing. Professional dancing. So do you wanna do you wanna be on Dance Moms as a mom? Is that a dream of yours or no? Are we that <laughs> I mean not necessarily you want to be a dance mom? I, I, I want to be one of the dancers. <laughs> okay. So your dream, <laughs> let me make sure I'm like, getting this right. Your yes, dream uh-huh, is uh-huh. to go back in time mm-hmm. and go yes. be a kid on Dance Moms. <laughs> yes. <Is> that... <laughs> I love it. Yes, but since we obviously cannot do that, yet I would not mind being a dance mom okay. on dance moms to vicariously live through my child. Now Does that's that where sense? things get dangerous. <laughs> <It's>, I know. <laughs> I that is a good way to make your daughter yes. hate dancing. It's <laughs> just so funny because we just talked about parenting. I know. <laughs> that's every dad on the side of a t-ball game. That's <laughs> would be you. So true. Oh my it's gosh. So true. I, I love that. I love it. That. That's your that's your that's dream. That's why it never happened. Yes. It really is my dream. Wow. Maybe it'll come true one day. I, I don't know what I expected, but it wasn't it it wasn't time travel related. That's for sure. 
<laughs> there's a first time for everything is there not yeah no there is and, and that was it that was it right there so thank you um oh my gosh that's incredible what <laughs> this is a this is the podcast about courage mm-hmm. and um yeah it's about what the heck courage means and what it means yeah. to like really live your purpose and have a lot of fun in this life that we're yeah all living and trying to make it through in some way. And it's just a conversation yeah. that, that I'm having. Cause I don't know the answer. And I like know a lot of cool mm-hmm. people and I feel like they've got uh, some really insightful stuff to say, even if they don't have it figured out. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, that's mm-hmm. why you're here. I don't know if you knew that, but mm-hmm. I'm really interested in how you would define courage today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a really good question. So I, and I remember hearing this quote, I think it's a pretty well-known quote that courage isn't the absence of fear, but the ability to act in the presence of fear. And I, I love that. I resonate with that so much because I wouldn't necessarily classify myself as someone who's quote unquote fearless. Um, I, I don't think that I'm afraid of much, but the things that I am afraid of, such as like, you know, rejection or failure or whatever it may be. I know that I've let myself, I've, I've let those things stop me in the past from doing things. Mm. Um, so it's even just been cool to see like me quitting my job and things like that. That's not, that's not me. That's not normally something that I would do. Um, but one of my favorite verses in the Bible, it comes from Psalm 112 and I wrote it down. It's verse six and it says, um, it's about the person who trusts in God. And it says, they don't fear bad news. They confidently trust the Lord to care for them. They are confident and fearless and they can face their foes triumphantly. So I go back to that verse often um, because I know that I can be courageous in spite of my fear, um, knowing that the spirit of God lives within me um, and that he's gonna take care of me. So yes, it's, it's okay to be afraid. Um, but it's not okay to let fear stop you from doing things, you know, mm-hmm. um, and do and and achieving your goals and going after your dreams, you know. Um, and so, yeah, I I think a lot about courage and what it means to be courageous, and it's that definition has changed a lot for me. Um, but yeah, it's yeah. Anyways, it's just cool to see what courage can do and the things that it can drive you to do, you know? Yeah, totally. That's, I I love that. That it's okay to fear. Yeah. Yeah. But that's all right. Mm -hmm. Cause we all Mm -hmm. do, right. We all have things that we are fearing. Right. But it's about moving forward with the fear. Right. Right. It's powerful. Yeah. Which is not easy to do. No, (laughs) no, I really wish it was. (laughs) I wish it was. But that's just not how that's just not how it works out yeah and it's such a process too it's not i, I don't know about right. for you for me all the time it's like i don't just one day i fear something and the next day i don't it's usually this right. like slow ramp up and then i'm like whoa i'm afraid of yep. that you know and then i have to do and then i like sit with right. it for a while in denial that's my uh you, you might push things down i deny that they mm-hmm. exist and mm-hmm. or deny mm-hmm. they can impact me that's a big that's a big mm-hmm. one um mm-hmm. and yeah it sits in that box for a while and eventually yeah. i go face it and then i do something if we're lucky right and that's right it's way more of a process than like a cut and dry like you would see in a movie 
mm. two hour face my fear. I did something about it. Mm-hmm. Live happily ever after. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. 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 Yep. Yeah. So good. Yeah. It's so interesting. I, lo- I, lo- so I like your, de- I like your definition a lot. Thanks. I, it's a quote. I stole it, but great. <laughs> we, we love stealing here for big, big stealing big fans on burn the ships. Fans. So big stealing. Fans. I mean, we, we love to steal. That's <laughs> we really enjoy a good, a we good sure steal. Do. Uh, as you look forward to the future, uh, right now, the technology doesn't exist for you to go back and become a dance mom or become a dancer on dance. Maybe one day, but maybe Maybe one day, day. if Elon Musk has his way, you will be able to do that. If he doesn't, if he doesn't, um, what's next? Like, what are you hoping for the future for Chittima? Yeah. Hmm. Well, if this pandemic has taught me anything, it is that I have zero control over anything and everything in my life. Um, and even things that are not related to my life. Um, and so I, and I, it's, it's great to make plans and have dreams and I have those, um, and they evolve every day and I add new things to the list all the time. Um, but I don't know what's next. Um, and I finally feel confident enough to say that, that. like, I don't know what's next. I know what I would like to be next. Um, but I don't for sure know what's next, but what I do know is that I have all the power and control as far as practicing and honing my craft and getting good at what I do. I can control that. And so, um, that's what I'm going to spend my time doing. Um, and that's what I'm going to work on, um, until something happens or maybe a dream that I have does come true. Um, yeah, so I don't know what's next, but in the meantime, I'm going to be, I'm going to be just singing and writing and playing instruments and things like that. And I, and I hope that I'll continue to use my gift in the ways that I've been using them currently. But if not, that's okay too. I know that whatever I'm supposed to do will be made very clear to me. Um, but yeah, cool. I don't know what's next. But so your focus is way more on what you're doing right now to be ready for whatever mm-hmm. happens next. Yes. Cool. Yes. Really cool. A hundred percent. Well, um, this has been really fun for me. I'm a big, it has big been. fan of yours. Um, oh my and, gosh. You too, Jordan. Thank you. Uh, I wish I had the Whitney Houston voice. I don't. <laughs> I wish I had your dance skills. I don't. And that's why you're here. And so, uh, no, seriously, <laughs> you, you do. Me. Yes. Oh my gosh. Um, I think you're living out the greatest life. Mm-hmm. You are you. trying hard to do that. And you've like made real moves and it's inspiring to watch. Mm-hmm. So I knew that we needed to get you on burn the ships. It was so mm-hmm. fun. If people want to find it's you, support you where uh, your Twitter is a great place to start for anyone <laughs> wants to start there. <laughs> Highly recommend your oh, Twitter. Where, where else can they find you? What should they be doing? <laughs> <laughs> so you can follow me on Instagram. My handle is at Chitima Uba. You're going to, you're going to have it all spelled out, right? Yeah. yeah. Or should I spell it out right now? I mean, it'll be, it'll be, it's going to be the title of this whole thing. Oh, amazing. Great. 
yes, you can follow me on Instagram. Um, and yes, hopefully I'll be making the goal. Now that I say it, I, people will be expecting it and I've got to do it. So it'll, this will keep me accountable. This is it but right here. Big moment. The, <laughs> big moment. The goal is to come out with another song um, before the end of the year. So you can be on the lookout for that too. Um, I'll put that on my social media if and when the time comes. But um, I'm hoping to be making more music cool. um, in the next couple of months. So yes, there's that. That's awesome. Well, we want it. Um, we, if people need to go check out, uh, leaning on you and then oh my gosh, dare yes. them to try and sing along and, uh, <laughs> stream that over and over and over again. So you get like whatever oh the 10th of a penny word. is you get each time that it streams on Spotify. So, yes. uh, yes. incredible. thank you so much for coming on. This is awesome. Thanks for having me, Jordan. It was so fun. So, fun. so much fun. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this conversation with Chittima and listening to Burn the Ships. It has been such a fun process and we are going places. So make sure to subscribe, rate, and review on your podcast platform. And if you enjoyed this conversation, share with a friend on social media. It would go a long way. We'll be back very soon with another awesome conversation that you are going to love. Have a good one.